So I will give you the prediction. I will take I th- oh, man, it's tough. I hate predictions. Yeah. I like I, think, I don't want I don't want numbers. I don't need no numbers. I think Eagles win. Really? You want fulls you want that underdog story. Well, the only reason why I think that well, dude, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Why would I ever bet against Brady and Belichick? <laughs> I, I I'm talking myself into it because like <laughs> because of the ascension in the locker room this year that was getting reported and how mm-hmm. Belichick was on maybe on his way out and Brady was like pissed off about his trainer getting fired and all you this think stuff. Some, uh... I think that this is the one year where, in my mind, that this is not going to be a blowout. It's going to be a close game, and this is the year that New England doesn't get it done. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special According to Alan, it's our 20th episode. I'm joined in the local 219 studios with Josh. That's cool. We made it to 20. That's awesome. This is number 20. That's what's up. How, uh, how's everybody doing? Yeah. Um, so we just, uh, uh, it's been kind of a crazy week, and this is a little bit of a special edition. Not only is it our 20th episode, but we're shooting it or taping it on um, Saturday instead of Sunday because tomorrow morning I am flying to the Dominican to shoot a video production for a baseball series. So Poor you. Poor me. I will be gone from tomorrow until Thursday. I heard we're supposed to get some snow. So you picked, you picked a good time to leave. Yeah, it sounds like um, Monday morning or Sunday afternoon, right? You guys are going to yeah. get pounded. Yeah. Yeah. But your, your flight's before that, right? 9 a.m. Cool. So yeah. at least you're going to miss all that and not... Yep, and I'll be uh, just hanging out in the sun and shooting a bunch of film, and uh, we'll be staying at a resort, and uh, it'll, be, it'll be really cool. I've never kind of been on a vacation, a workcation before. Well, it's this is including... A, re- a resort and baseball, so I think you'll fit right in. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, as long as I just come back with both kidneys, I'll be happy with that because I know we're getting off the resort a little bit. So, um, But uh, I've never been to the Dominican before, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but it kind of sucks it's coming at a little bit of a bad time because being gone for four days and it feels like things are really starting to heat up. Sure. Um, it's not ideal. Um, but it's been a great week. Uh, I've been having a lot of conversations Um that have been really cool. I know um, I got a chance to meet Ben David Armstrong yesterday from Crown. Awesome dude. Um, he does a lot of production. We're going to be we're in talks of doing a production for Crown Brewing, so that'll be really cool. Um, I went over to uh, Cafe Fresco yesterday. Met the Martin Alexi over there, and uh, ran into Bree. And um, she's like the she's the owner of Cafe Fresco, but she's an awesome person. I think she uh, was snapping yesterday, or at least IG living. Um, this guy who's at the Crown Point Library, hmm. and he's a master storyteller, and he was telling bo- stories from books. So that was interesting. How did become? How do you become a master storyteller? Um, a lot of practice. Interesting. Yeah, it's um. Is it just it, like vocal reflections, or? Yeah, it's a skill. Gotcha. It's bringing a story to life through through um um I guess what is that? Through voice inflection, um, a little bit of acting. Mm. Right, so mm-hmm. you're just really kind of making sure that people get engaged with the story. So that's interesting. Maybe there's something there that we should do. That'd be cool. Um, that so, does sound interesting. Yeah, it also sounds tough. I know one guy who is really good at it. His name is Doctor Holt, and he was one of my professors at at Purdue North Central. And um, he was just one of those guys who, as soon as he got in front of a room of people, would just be able to capture every single one of their attentions. And he was just amazing at telling that, stories. That's a skill, man. Oh yeah. And as a guy who's not good at speaking all the time. Um, Really respect it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so we also, that's kind of just like a little bit of the tip of the iceberg. Um, I talked to a lot of people via 
phone um, and and through message. I know we sent out the gift cards on Wednesday, and our beer contest ended on Wednesday, and that was a great, um, great result from that. Uh, really appreciated it. So there was, I think the last time I looked, we were at 5,000 views on that video. Sure. Um, a lot of shares, a lot of likes, um, a little bit of uh, conspiracy theory of what people are thinking that we had something to do with something with like the the results. That wasn't the case. I can I can tell you firsthand that um, we were we were true to the game, mm-hmm. and whatever was uh, reflected in those voting and those results was reflected um, when we did the when we um, announced the finalists. So that was interesting, and that was the first time we really put a. Um, a Facebook live production together, which was cool and fun, and it was a little. It made it a little bit nerve wracking. So to kind of go into it a little bit, the 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 morning of, we had nothing planned when it came to, um, debuting new videos. Right. So, we were scrounging around. We didn't literally. even have the program on all of the devices yet that morning. No, we no, were still yeah. downloading programs that morning. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a true story. And so we were putting this thing together relatively quickly. Um, we're just trying to figure out. We did. We met at ten thirty that morning to do a trial run on my uh, dog's account, uh, Lexi McPupperson. If you're interested on Facebook <laughs> Live, um, that I made for. Does she have any pictures up yet? It's one picture, and it's got the tilt head going. That's, that's yeah. what's up, Lex. But that's we're using up. that as our like testing. So um, we didn't really want to kind of inundate your news feed with with stuff that you weren't going to care about. So. Um, we tested it, went really well, and then of course, ten minutes before we went on air, everything started to break, and so um, that was insane. But made it happen. The um, the videos we threw together. I think if we were to redo that, we'd probably throw some type of track underneath it because it was just quiet. But who knows? That might, might add a little bit of suspense itself. Right. Um, but you, I thought it went great. So we had graphics on there. Um, we were able to ingest video, so that's really cool. And essentially, what we're trying to do is moving forward. We'd really like to. Um, do the do the podcast Facebook Live as well, and be able to create a better production than what's out there now, mm-hmm. um, from a Facebook Live standpoint. Um, so that's kind of the first step to doing that and getting there. So that's interesting, but uh, we'll see what happens. I know we are going to be approaching more than one podcast coming up soon here, and uh, I think we'll probably um, test it on mine um, probably in two weeks. So. Um, speaking of the the guests, we had Gerard McLennan in the studio on Wednesday, and what a, what an interview that was! Oh my um, goodness, dude! He was just a, again, man. The Facebook algorithm is just crushing us right now. It just refuses to let us kind of get any kind of um, eyes or exposure on some of this stuff. And I think we're getting punished for the video that we released on Wednesday that has, that had because it had five thousand views. Yeah. So, um, just to kind of give you guys a background on on what's happening. So f- when we started the craft beer contest, we were around 798 followers on Facebook. We were getting roughly 500 to 600 views on everything we did, no matter whether or not it was sponsored. Or, or like we would, that's not that's not including boosting. So that's just organic reach. Well, after the craft beer contest, we've jumped to around 1480, and so we've almost doubled our audience. However, we're getting less reach than we did when we only had 798. So Facebook's really punishing us for growing fast, and they're punishing us for having some successful videos, and so um, we're kind of in a, st- a tough place with that. But um, but that's the world we live in when it comes to Facebook. They want your money, um, and they want you to pay for it. So I think uh, I think when you're a smaller and you don't you don't reach enough of a follow following, then they kind of 
lets you kind of get away with more. But as soon as you get one, they're like, well, I think now it's time for you to start paying for it. So that was end of rant. But Gerard was in, and uh, it's great seeing him. And I know I said it on the podcast, but <clears throat> our cubicles used to be together. So when he would come in to shoot his show on um, Tuesdays, um, we would just hit it off, and we would just talk and talk and talk. And it was I always highly philosophical. It was about music. It was about ambition. It was about business. It was about production. And it was just across the board. And I think from if I, I haven't got much feedback from that one yet, but um, the clip that we picked is insane. Oh yeah, yeah it's uh so he it's deep. It's super deep. Um, he so just to kind of give you a little bit of backdrop. Um, Gerard's been in the game for like twenty years, and he's been uh, he's been an Emmy nominated host. Um, he's been on WGN, Fox, the, all across the board. He's a 219 guy, grew up in Hammond. Well, his parents were both murdered. Um, I don't know, have a, a direct timetable of when that was, um, but it's a horrible story. It's very tragic, and he tells that story pretty much um, verbatim of where he was when he found out um, the scene when he got there. Um, and so it's an intense, intense story. And that was just the tip of the iceberg of that interview. We went down to the race relations. Um, and what his perspective was when it comes to um, mm-hmm. the, the 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 racial discrimination from a, from a you know criminal justice system, sure. And so that was interesting. Um, and he just kind of went over and to- over the top of everything, man. It was like the most Gerard unfiltered I've ever heard, which was awesome, which was awesome. And so I know he I don't know if it's a formal announcement or not, but on the podcast he did mention that he was going to be launching his own show and he's going to be doing it Facebook something similar to what we're doing. Um, and so that's going to be hot. And so check that out. Um, as soon as that drops, he said he's going to probably looking for two, uh, releasing it in about two to three months. Sure. So, and absolutely, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, <clears throat> it's, you got you got to check it out. That's money. That's a money interview, man. This was one of the one of the only times. So I usually watch the interviews, and I know how, how we pick out those clips. Um, so usually I'll I'll listen through it, and once I find a spot, you know, I'm writing it down. Like, oh, that was really cool. <clears throat> we should maybe. This is one of the only times where we've had that full podcast, and I had like five or six different, like, oh man, they got to see that. Oh, they got to see that. Oh, they got. So I mean, they're you got to check it out. Sure, you got to check it out. So I think a lot of people will check it out. It's just going to take a little bit of time, Um, but uh, really interesting stuff. Uh, So I I really want to thank him, uh, and especially for coming in and uh, doing us a solid. I'm hoping that. if he doesn't share that by Monday, I think I'm going to have to kind of hit him up and be like, hey, Gerard, um, I think it'd be really cool if you shared that um, on Facebook. Cause he's got like, I think, 5,000 friends and 7,000 like his page. Hmm. So he's got it down. You know, he's uh, he's doing a lot of cool stuff. So there was that on Wednesday. And so check that out. Um, I talked to uh, I had a chance to kind of touch base with a guy named Adam Harrington, who's a local real estate agent. Um, really cool guy, um, at least from what I can gather on the text. That name sounds really familiar. Yeah, well, he's a real estate agent. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I could just be a sign that I saw. It said Adam Harrington, and that's why it's. Yeah, I think he does like uh, he does a team with his wife Lisa, um, and they run Eining, They they uh, help sell the Einingenberg Builders real estate stuff. So maybe that's where okay. you heard it because sure. that's in the family. Sure, sure. Um, but he seemed really cool. So I think we're going to be meeting up um, when I get back. And then um, another person that was really cool to talk to was Monica uh, Jimenez uh, Cicerone. I think that's how you say your last name. Um, she called, she does a thing called jumpstart, um, which was really cool. And so she, I think she's interested in maybe hearing a little bit more about what we're doing. Hmm. Um, and so that's a PR firm and she's got some pretty good clients. Um, one of them is burger house. 
So that nice. might be coming full circle, buddy. There you I go. That's one of the one your favorite place. I do love me some Burger House. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still have yet to be, go. Still have yet to go. You haven't gone yet. No. Oh, <clears> I'm gonna, to go I'm check gonna pop it your out. Burger House cherry. No, we're going. No, we're we going go. together. Okay. Um, so there was that. Um, I'm trying to think what else was going on this week. Um, that's just it's just crazy, man. It seems like I don't even know where I'm at half the time. Yeah. Got our business cards. So that's exciting. And they look sweet. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to knocking that out. I know when I get back, um, my Friday is pretty jammed. I know I've got a meeting with Jerry Davich, and then I've got um, a meeting with Dave, the owner of Crown Brewing. So I don't know what else to say about it from a local 219 perspective on that. I don't. I mean, it's just been a lot of stuff. We've got contracts out. We've got stuff coming in. Oh, we did our first real estate video shoot. Oh, yeah, I didn't even get to see it. How'd it go? Good. So Nick Malici was the realtor who who uh, gave us a, a an at bat a pinch hit because cool. his normal photographer was out of town. Okay. Um, he sold the house in two days. Nice. Good so for him. the vi- the the photos had to work a little bit. Sure. You know. So was it cool. just a photo shoot or did you do any video work? <clears throat> no video. Okay. It was just all photos, but it was really cool and it was um that that line of work man is insane. That real estate stuff is crazy. I see these guys popping up everywhere. Like there's this guy I watched um. Did a video on 9585. Okay. And uh, I don't know his name off the top of my head, um, but he did like a pretty much a business overview or Chicago's best of it. I just don't understand what the ROI is on that stuff. I don't I don't know what they're trying to get out of doing that. There's no way they're going to be able to keep up that pace. No. That content. So what are they going to do? Just keep interviewing business owners? I don't understand. And then like who's going to film all that and edit it? I, mean, I understand the awareness, but outside of that, what's... Like I would just think What's that you'd want point? to do a video about real estate, right? Or something about your life inside real estate. Just going around and interviewing business owners. How, what's what's real estate about that? I don't get it. Uh, Deaf ears on me right now. I don't know. But I, I don't. I don't know either. I mean, I don't, it doesn't really make sense. So it's like best case scenario. A lot of people see it. Right. That, we'll that's the only thing. The only thing I could think about it would just be awareness. It's just a. But where does how does that how does that distinguish you from a real estate agent by talking to a guy who owns a restaurant and bar? Right. I don't. Right? No. Yeah. I don't understand it. Well, nobody ever said it was a good idea. <laughs> well, it was done well. Sure. And it was done well. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even saying it wasn't. But it's just I'm watching that, and it's just like I just don't. I, yeah, I don't is he trying point. to be a TV host? Is he? Not, is he trying to get out of the real estate game? Because that makes sense, I guess. If you're going to do that, or is it? Or am I just not understanding what's going on? Maybe my man's been watching too much HGTV. I think that's what it is, and I think that everyone because so many realtors are putting out video now. And I think it's, that it's, it's it's the way of the future, man. You sure, have to do it. Sure, but I think that a lot of people are trying to do it in a way that like is just trying to stand out from the others. And so maybe this is his way of doing that. Um, and it's a smart from a from a connection standpoint because you're just making friends in the business world. Sure. But I just don't understand what the long term goal is. You're not going to be able to do twelve of those. No, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't not, make sense. And and you're definitely not going to be able to do twelve on a consistent schedule to make sure that you're releasing them all and so that people are seeing them. You know what I'm saying? It might be a month and a half until he sees the next one. It's like, I don't, that's what I don't get. It's like, yeah. why are we do? why are you doing Cause that? Because he, consistency is key. It's the, it's everything. Right. You know, if you don't have a programming schedule, what are we doing? But right. that's me. But it was done well and he was really good on camera and Billy Mix is an f- old friend of mine um, from 9585. So it was cool to see him get some love. Um, but yeah, I just didn't get it. But it was a cool piece, so I was glad. To, I'm glad someone did something for him. Sure, Billy's a Billy's a hustler, man. I know even with the beer contest, he put himself in 
as a write-in. He tried to for the, but he's he's. I mean, he they brew such a small amount that it was like they're not they're not a brewery, hmm. you know. But great dude, great dude. I, I I it's been a while since I've been in there. I gotta check. I gotta stop in and say what's up to him. What makes you a brewery? What makes you, you have a brewery? to brew a certain amount of beer to be considered a? Yeah, I mean, I I would feel like it, to be considered a brewery, it's got to be the main thing you do. Okay. Like yeah, you like it's like saying I'm a restaurant, but I sell beer. Like it's, I don't really get it. But did he make it? I think he made it, but I don't think he's making more than five gallon patches, and that's pretty much what home brewers are making five to ten gallons. Unless sure. he started updating the equipment, he might be at the he might be at a higher gallon rate now, but. Um, I don't. I, when I think of nine eight nine five eight five, I don't think of it as a brewery. I hmm. think of it as a restaurant with that hmm. has, has a lot of awesome beers on tap. Gotcha. I know they did something a couple years ago that so, was. So it's like it's like if Regionale brewed a little bit of their own beer, but they're like, hey, we want to be a brewery. Yeah, but I feel like if you want to make yourself a brewery, you've got to say, okay, well, if we're gonna make ourselves a brewery, you got to start turning it out. Yeah. And you got to start being able to put it on your taps. Sure. And it's got to be the predominant beer on tap. It can't be like the one beer out of a mix of thirty. Like yeah. that doesn't. That then twenty nine other ones are not yours. Like yeah. it's just a weird. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. But what do I know? Yeah. What do you know? <laughs> what do I know, dude? I'm just not. <laughs> man, these Saturday ones are. I'm a little fickle. <laughs> that's cool. That's that's how I am. The other six days. So <laughs> you've matter. you've been you've been on fire this week, dude. Man. Oh. I feel like every time we're doing something, you've got there's been a little bit of pushback. I sent one of those emails out this week to like to the point where I might not be in school anymore. Why? Just because of the stuff that I was dealing with over there. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'll tell you off the air about what what they were doing. It's so weird. Like I feel, I don't, I don't, I don't know how much I could I could say. About okay, it. you've yeah. been you've been given a lot of pushback this week. So you're either really stressed or you're angry. It's yeah. one of the two. Yeah, but I, I mean, I have reasons to be. Okay. But. So, yeah. So I'm just calling people out right now. Is there any other businesses we should call out publicly? <laughs> <laughs> the hell am I doing? <laughs> the hell am I doing? I don't know, man. Um, Nobody knows. Yeah. So uh, I know Eric Blakely will be coming by tonight. And he's, uh, for those guys who known him from the area, he was a local baseball guy who gave a lot of lessons and run camps and stuff. So. He's really cool. We're, I'm actually going to the Dominican with him for this baseball series, so that's awesome. And I'm also bringing Jeff Wisniewski, our producer from Quiver Productions. Um, we're all going down there, and we're going to have a, a gay old time. And uh, I was told a couple weeks ago on a podcast that we were going to go hit at some point. <laughs> yeah. I, so it's funny you say that because what I, I, I substituted instead of batting and hitting – with a with a bat and ball, yeah. I went to that golf simulator, that Creekside golf simulator. Gotcha, so I kind of did. Gotcha. I kind of did hit some stuff, but it wasn't it wasn't what we talked about on the podcast. Mm. You got. Uh, and then there was talks about me eating one of those chips too. Yeah, I would love to do the Carolina Reaper challenge with you, <laughs> and tape that. That would be awesome. Did you see the one Shaq did? No, it was really funny. Was it funny? It was really funny. It's, it's worth it's worth checking out. <laughs> Um, he's like, uh, I, I bet you I could eat this thing and not make a face. <laughs> yeah, and he right. was good. He was good for like the first minute, and then it just really went downhill from there. <laughs> and that's like what you got to go ten minutes without water, right? Yeah, yeah, right. No yeah. way, no way, no way. I'm making it thirty seconds without water. <laughs> I did enjoy um, some fun stuff this week of the NBA. Okay. So I thought about this last night, and it cracks me up. Is that so 
two. I want to say it was not this last off season. It was the off season before that, and it was like getting down to the the wire when it comes to free agency. Mm-hmm. And I think it was so like it was day one, and all the reports were coming out that DeAndre Jordan was signing with the Mavericks. Okay, right. And so that kicked off a twenty four hour news cycle of the oddest stuff that ever happened in, in the NBA. So. I, uh, if I have the story correct, I haven't looked it up, but I, th- I believe that DeAndre Jordan verbally agreed to sign with the Mavericks with the owner, Mark Cuban, but got talked out of signing with them after it, the report surfaced by Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and Doc Rivers. So then he he, just, he didn't go to the Dallas, burnt that bridge, right? And then I remember then he signed back with the Clippers, and it's hilarious now that he's the last guy there. <laughs> They yeah, talked but, him into going back, and they all left. Because Griffin went to Detroit. That's so this week. So Detroit, he left for Detroit. Chris Paul left for Houston. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah, but it's like they, they, it's the whole reason why DeAndre Jordan went to back to L.A. Right. It's so funny. Now he's the last man standing, and there's no way the Mavericks are taking him now. No way. He burnt that bridge. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. That's the NBA at its finest. I do love the talk about LeBron James going to Golden State. That's so funny. Yeah, right. Dude, if it he... It will never happen. I'll say, I'll be on record right now. If that dude does anything other than stay with Cleveland, he's a punk. But I would love to see him go to Golden... If, any, if there's a god in this world, they would allow him to go to Golden State to completely tarnish his legacy. <laughs> because he... For most people, it's like they're on the fence. Like, yeah, you know, LeBron... Yeah, the people who either hate LeBron or love LeBron, mm-hmm. you know, and usually the people who love LeBron are just, I just, they're, they're antagonists anyway. They're just, you know, trying to get a rise out of people. There's I no feel way. like, <laughs> well, if he goes to Golden State, dude, not, they can't even defend it. No, even the people who are trying to pick fights can't defend it. That's the best. So I hope that happens. <laughs> How I much money does Golden State have? I feel like they're just buying up. Well, there's a salary cap in the NBA, right? And so you've got to be able to. So there's a hard cap. But if you do have – so what they would have to do is, my guess, is Cleveland would have to sign him and then they would – to the max deal, and then Cleveland would have to trade him to Golden State. I don't think he can just sign a max deal outright depending on all the salaries they already have. Right. That's weird. Yeah. So Blake Griffin, I think his first game was – I think he had a pretty good first game. I think, I think he beat Memphis or something like that. I think he had like 25 and 10, but hmm. – Good dude, dude. I mean, that's a that's a good sign for Detroit, but I don't or a good trade for them. I don't, I just don't know what the Clippers it's, are doing. I don't know what's got the down. This is the NBA. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> it's the NBA it makes no sense. We live in an NBA world where it's like they dominate the the news headlines, but for some reason, Lonzo Ball is the damn face of it after being in the league for fifty games. It doesn't make any sense. I've seen more Laker games. I cannot turn on the TV without seeing the Lakers. The play Lakers basketball. are on every night. How is that possible? Who cares? They're shitty. Yeah. Who's watching any of that? No. Nobody. Nobody. So I like that other kid. Was it Kuzma? Kyle? Is it Kyle? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I like him better than I like, than I like Ball. Yeah, I like him and Ingram better than Paul. Yeah. Um, what are we going to do? Yeah. So it's I love that. just that ugly-ass shot, dude. I can't get over it. Yeah. It's awful. You know who else had a similar similar um, reputation? Hmm. Jay Cutler. When he was here, it was like there was people who either loved him or hated him. I would say most people hated him. I shifted from love to hate the year where they had Jeffrey Marshall Forte, and they sucked. That's unreal. How do you have weapons like that? And you Bennett can't figure and Martellus it out. Bennett. It was and like they, they can't figure it out. And it's like that's I'm, I'm done. 
And then, done with and then, Jay Cutler. And then he, Joe, what, Jeffries went to <clears throat> Jets? No, he's, he's an Eagle. Or, no, Marshall. Marshall went Marshall to the Marshall Jets. Marshall went to the Jets. Yeah, where good receivers go to die. Yeah, and he's, he's, well, he had a good year or two. And then. Uh, yeah, we have people like Sanchez throwing to you. Good luck. Well, I don't think Sanchez was throwing to him at that point. Was it? No, I think was he, was, it, uh, he was off the Jets at that point. <laughs> Who was that other dude uh, with, the uh, big, with the big red beard? Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's the only time. So I, I don't know why. I don't know what came over me, but I played him one week in a fantasy. Oh, my God. I have a horrible story. Keep going, though. He threw seven interceptions that game. It was the only time I've ever had a quarterback get me negative points <laughs> in a day. Unbelievable. I made this. Like, I'm a pretty good fantasy player. Um, at least I think so in my head. Sure. Right? And uh, I was. Uh, I have Brady, so I always draft a quarterback. I'm, I'm telling the people in my leagues what my strategy is right now, but I always draft quarterback like I, I try to get Brady Breeze or Rodgers every year because I just know I so don't that, have to think about the position at all that's your number one go it's my number one go it just locks it down QB QB and uh so I grab Brady and then it's like this is not this past season the season before and for some reason like Kaepernick I read some article this is why it's brutal Colin Kaepernick was had like the best six game streak of any NFL quarterback and he was playing against the Bears. And I'm like, dude, maybe I'll just pick up Kaepernick and play him. And it's like, bench Brady, put Kaepernick in against the Bears. That day was like negative 10 degrees. I don't think he threw for more than 15 yards. It was brutal. He was throwing picks. He's fumbling the ball. I don't think he made it throughout the entire game. He got benched. I think oh it was his last goodness. game in the NFL. <laughs> you just so, happened to pick him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over Brady. It's like the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever done. Makes no sense. Well, the only reason I played Fitzpatrick because <clears throat> my other quarterback was was out. Like it was a bye week for him. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I was just stupid. So I was like, uh, I got to do something. Yeah, need something here. So, uh, any prediction? What's the Josh prediction for the Super Bowl tomorrow? Let's go Foles. That's not gonna happen. Brady <laughs> Brady's getting what six now? Well, if he wins, if they win tomorrow, he's the greatest of all time. He's definitely the greatest quarterback of all time. If they win tomorrow. He's in the conversation with Jordan, who's the greatest modern-day athlete that we've ever seen. That's tough. No, that's not for me. Not for me. It's very simple. Yeah. The way he did it, the way he's done it, the way he's like uh, the the excellence he's had over a long period of time. I agree with you. The teams that he's been going on. It's a, it's a and plus it's a tougher sport than basketball. Basketball is yeah. you know five guys, one ball. It's geometry. Like football is twenty-two you're, if you're dudes. That man. good, yeah. You just you dominate. Know? Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, the quarterback is pretty much one of the strongest positions too. But um, I think right now I'd put Jordan one, and I'd put Brady and Jeter in the same like second tier. It's greatness. If Brady wins that tomorrow, he's in the Jordan stratosphere. It's game over. Because hmm. Jeter only won five. I think I agree with you. It's just as a Chicago dude, you don't want to see anybody else at the Jordan level. Yeah. Outside of somebody else from Chicago. You know what's us? It's sad, man, because Jordan's one of those guys who, like, once he left the Bulls in 98, here's another reason why I hate the Bulls, you know, and they're up their management, especially Jerry Reinsdorf. Um, you don't really assimilate him with the Bulls since he's left. You don't – he doesn't stick around. He doesn't – I don't even know if he lives here anymore. I mean, I've known him with the Wizards. He's been with the Hornets. It's like I, I don't yeah. even recognize him as a bull, really. I mean, he hasn't done anything to like assimilate himself with that team, so it's weird. I think they retired his jersey, so he was back for that. But other than that, he doesn't come back. Like, it's like he, just, he just doesn't give a shit. No, it's like he, he turned the page, and he just hates that organization. They did blow up that dynasty. I mean, 
That's awful. Yeah. What they did to that team, man. Well, it's it's insane to see that like it's just over years of just falling apart. Yeah, I can't I, even. You care. know, I but they they care. had. I feel like they had a good pick with Rose. It just didn't pan out. Great pick. They hit the lotto with that one. Right. But I mean, the injuries suck. I mean, well, and it's, but he's one of those guys too that wasn't just about the injury. It was the way that he tried to come back. It's like he he was and he was saying all the wrong things. And he, anytime you're medically cleared to get back and you wait. Because you're you just you, you you don't completely trust it. What are you talking about? Russell Westbrook tore his ACL and he was back as soon as he possibly could. Right. You know, it's like I think they mismanaged that whole thing. Yeah. Which sucks. But that's the Bulls. I can't even watch them. I'm so like dis dis. Uh, I, guess, I, I haven't seen a full Bulls game this year. I've seen. Well, we watched the one at that at uh, Amber's thirtieth party. Not my Amber, but Amber's. Uh, right. 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 Amber and Chris. And uh, yeah, I'll have to bring on Adam Anderson one of these days to talk Bulls because he's just a he got a big it, old man. Bulls boner. He loves and it. he loves it. Yeah, he's the, he's a, the marketing's the truth. Yeah, that's his boy. Yeah, what does he call him? The finish? What's he called? I don't even remember. Yeah. I know he said it that day, but I don't remember. Yeah, I just don't care about the Bulls at all. I love Adam too. He'll call up and it'll just be random, and he just like it's like he loads up for like twenty four, forty eight hours of what stuff he wants to say. You say you're a Wolves fan this? I'm a Wolves fan this year, and he'll just like. Like when I pick up the phone, it's like here's hot take, hot take, hot take, hot take, dude. It's <laughs> not even like it's so funny. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, no, I'm a Wolves fan for this year. I, I just I, I don't like the Bulls. Yeah. I, I physically don't. I like it's mentally. You can't really watch like any Wolves team. games either, though. It's like you know, no. how are you gonna see them on TV? You can't. But you gotta pick. You gotta watch them when you can. Yeah. You know, and the, the playoffs will be easier. Did, so. they, did they make the playoffs? I think you're the last I looked, they were either third in the West or fourth. So they're definitely in the playoffs. Unless hmm. they just have a meltdown. Hmm. Oh, good for them. Jimmy Buckets figuring it out. He's the man. He's Buckets the man. is the man, dude. Okay. So How about you? Else? What are you got any predictions for Super Bowl tomorrow? You're not gonna be able to watch it. I well, I'll be watching it in the Dominican. So we, I know Eric is a huge Super Bowl fan. Cool. In football in particular, and he wants to be back at the resort, no matter what shooting we're doing, to watch the game. Poor you. You guys have to watch the Super Bowl at a resort in the Dominican Republic <laughs> with just beers a-flowing. Well, <laughs> yes, it, you have, yes. You put it no. that way. <laughs> I know. Just knowing that you have the MLB signing day to go to. <laughs> well, it's not. So I, I, a little, a little clarity, a clarity for that. Um, the MLB International Signing Day is until July 2nd. So oh, okay. I honestly don't know what the signing that we're going to is. Uh, I thought it was the MLB one. My bad. Me too. Me, I, th- my I, th- B. I think what's happening is, is I think they have these academies down there. Okay. And these academies, if you've ever seen the um, movie Pelotero, it's... I think <laughs> it's <laughs> what? Yeah. That's, that's the real thing? I should have been, I should have been uh, brushing up on my Spanish getting down there. Yeah, no, Pelotero is a, uh, is, is a documentary about Miguel Sano, who's okay. a uh, player for the Twins. Yep. And... It shows him as like at 16 years old and going through the entire process in the Dominican of, of trying to make it out what it looks like for those guys and um, the, how crazy of it is like when it comes to the scouts mm-hmm. um, and in his situation in particular they were he couldn't could because it's not very organized they the birth certificates are all through the roof they're all over the board and so they don't have like digital records they have like a like a, a notebook with everyone who came in during those days and what their birth date is and like it's all handwritten so it's like nothing official hmm. so it's really hard to figure that stuff out and so there was rumors going around about his age and then the the documentary was in, was assimilating that like or i'm stupid what did i just try to say 
Assimilating. No, not assimilating. Um, assuming they were assuming that like uh, the scout was out there saying these bad rumors about his birth date so that he would be able to sign him for less money in two years hmm. so that he couldn't get drafted right away and get the biggest payday. So it was like a lot of that's going on too. Sure. So it's like crazy, you know? So it's a game. It's about politics and being able to sign these guys for cheap. No, well, baseball's huge out there. It's everything. Yeah. I remember I went to the Dominican somewhere, somewhere between 2004 and 2008, 2005, 2008, somewhere in there. And uh, it, I, one thing I do remember is every, like, I couldn't go, like, six blocks without seeing Sammy Sosa's face somewhere. Really? He's, he was all over the place out there. <clears throat> is he Dominican? I think so. Oh, man, I hope I see his uh, white face now. Yeah, that it was, was really funny. Though. Jesus. All right. Um, so that's about all I have. I, so I will give you the prediction. I will take – I. Th- I hate predictions. Yeah, I like. I, think, I don't want. I don't want numbers. I don't need no numbers. I think Eagles win. Really? You want fools? You want that underdog story? Well, the only reason why I think that, well, dude, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Why would I ever bet against Brady and Belichick? <laughs> I, I, I'm talking myself into it because, like, because of the ascension in the locker room this year that was getting reported, and how mm-hmm. Belichick was on maybe on his way out, and Brady was like pissed off about his trainer getting fired and all you this think stuff. Some, uh... I think that this is the one year where in my mind that this is not going to be a blowout. It's going to be a close game. And this is the year that new England doesn't get it done, but I will I'll, What am I? I'm never going to bet against those guys. It's no. uh, Pat's win. Yeah. Pat's win. That's my, Pat's goal. Win. that's my guess. That's my prediction. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to check it out somewhere. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing for it yet either, but okay. Well, I know we were going to plan on doing this yet tomorrow, but then our plane got changed back to, to tomorrow. Sure. So, sure. Um, we had to do this tonight, but the Saturday is a little weird one. It's, it's kind of nice that like it's only like five thirty, six o'clock, and now we've got to go do. We, we can do stuff. Right, that's kind of cool. Right. Um. So it is. I've been. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I've watched. I've, I've seen or watched. Yeah, you've been on Netflix a little bit recently. I have. What have you been checking out? So there's that Mark Marin show. Okay. That's uh, called Marin. Mm-hmm. I've watched it four times, and so I'm watching it for the fifth. And, it's, and the worst part is, it's not even that good. <laughs> um, well, it's got you hooked. It's got moments. It's got real funny moments. I so I've been watching that. I've been watching Black Mirror, and I, so the Roaches one was insane. Which ones? Uh, are we? Are we in the last season? No, I the think we're in season three. The only episode I haven't seen is the last episode of the last season. No, it's the one where um, the government puts in a chip into the brains of soldiers, and the soldiers have to go out and find these roaches. They call them. Hmm. And then exterminate him and kill him. And so, what the craziest part about the story is that they like they look like vampires. So they got like really sharp teeth and they got like flat faces. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, and uh, the black dude's running around. He's trying to like figure it all out. But then like he the, he that lightsaber kind of looking flashlight thing gets into his eye, and then he starts to realize that like now he's been programmed to see these people as that. Hmm. Do you remember that one or not? Not, I mean, it's been. I mean, I remember the the vampire looking things, but I don't remember the episode. Dude, it's a perfect metaphor for like racism. It's the perfect metaphor. I'll and, check like, it that's out. That's what Gerard was saying in here, which is like great. Is that like when you when you try to desensitize another human race by by calling them a name that's not like like the n word is like literally you're programming people to not think of them as human beings. Yeah, and de- so dehumanizing somebody. Right, and right. so essentially that's what this show is saying. It's it's but in a better way, but in a more symbolic way. So it's crazy. Because if they're not human, you can kill them. Yeah. 
and Man, so that's wild. and so he was able to kind of see, look into the flashlight and then he was able to see them for as people and so it was like this whole other thing but it was interesting so that was a good one i enjoyed that one i've got one more episode left in season three and that should be good mm. and i don't know which one that is i try to like really watch that show which is what i love about it is i really try to watch the show with full attention and i try not to watch more than one at a time so you throw one on, you watch it, and then you kind of stew on it a little uh, bit. Yeah, and then I'm over it. Because I know by the second one, by just the the habit and ritual of sitting on a couch, I know by the middle of the second one is when I'm going to start looking at my phone and stop paying attention. Right. You know, it's just right. the way yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, so I try to watch it. I'm like, well, I know I can get off my phone for an hour and figure it out. The other thing, too, is... Isn't it crazy how programmed you are to do that? What's that? Like, uh, when I, remember, I don't remember if you remember this, but a while back we were playing Call of Duty and... Uh, I didn't even have my phone on me, or my phone had died. Or, no, yeah, my phone had died, so it was it was dead. And in between every single match, I still picked it up to try to use it. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it's pro- it's yeah. just just programmed. It's a disease, just, man. These are these are definitely sick. It's a sickness. I'm like, okay, the match is done. Time to get on social media for two minutes until the next match starts. Nope, insane. It's dead. Insane. It's dead. But I kept doing it and kept doing it and just could not tell my brain to not pick up that phone in between matches. Well, that's because you're a weirdo. Yeah. Well. Hey-o. <laughs> um, I don't like normal people. No, you don't. The other good news, though, is that we are at um, two likes away from being at 2,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, man. So, so that's close. fun. I, you know, it, it feels like forever. Remember when we first started doing this, we would, like, give people updates. They're like, yeah, we're at 750 here, and we're at, like, 500 here, and it's moving pretty quick. We're two away from 2,000. It's insane. I just looked back to, like, scroll through to see how long ago 1500 was and it doesn't even seem like it was that long well i think now it's been like two weeks well that's another thing so instagram changed their algorithm yeah it's just stuff's changing all the time thank god we got matt (laughs) i I would be so lost yeah oh it looks like joel posted something oh i think this is the uh edit that we did for the beer contest that's cool yeah he commented on my uh I launched that. I launched that video on my uh, personal Facebook of the work I did over at um, the smoke shop in Hammond, and Joel commented on that, which was nice. Yeah, I saw that. I almost text. I almost said, "Because uh, uh, I think what he say? He said, good work, Josh.' Yeah. I almost said it back, and I'm like, oh wow, he is capable of a compliment. Because <laughs> all he does is hammer me. Yeah, it's he true. just locks in. It's, uh, go to like, the SoundCloud. Like an easy target. Yeah, go to my SoundCloud on the last according to Alan. Um, he's got four different uh, comments on there. <laughs> Just hammering me about the ums and the hands. It's like, geez, dude. So I'm glad he's capable of complimenting somebody. That's nice. Thank God, Joel. <laughs> we didn't think it was possible, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, good guy, though, you know. Yep. Good guy. So, yeah, so that's been pretty cool. There's one thing I'd like to say publicly. Come on. Because Get it I, out, Flash. I don't think people understand what I'm trying to do. With what? This. All of Local 219? All of Local 219. Should I just say what is it? What is the meaning of life? So, because like I feel like I say it to people, and they're like, oh, you know what? I did actually, uh, uh, that's really interesting. I don't know, you know if I get it. Well, essentially what it's trying to do is just trying to be the most like communal thing ever. And yeah. so we, we've recognized that the relationship between 25 and 40-year-olds between um, antiquated media systems like newspapers and television is through the relationship of their parents. They don't really have that relationship with it directly. I don't. Right. So yeah. um, there's a there's a void out there for when it comes to online content. My goal is is to 
pick this area up in particular. Get rid of the rat symbolism. Get rid of um, the negative implications of the black cloud that lays over this place. Like, like we're almost like a failure for not leaving. And, and, sh- and highlight the really cool shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. And so that's like a, a real mission because it's, it's going against the grain. We've, we know that the, we, got, we got written evidence that the Times is going to refuse to cover us. Mm-hmm. Right? They see us as competitors. Yeah. So we're on our own doing this. And so that upstream battle is tough. And we saw it during the beer contest, too, because during the beer contest, we had some of the breweries openly rebel against it as if it's like we were doing some super negative thing. Um, one brewery in particular, and it was one comment, so I don't want to kind of go crazy on it, but because he might have changed his mind since. But it was just there's this old mentality here that like you've got to you've got to be selfish and you've got to sit on your own silo and you can't collaborate. I'm trying to knock all those norms down. I'm trying to make sure that North of Thirty, South of Thirty, and Porter County all combine and we can start to become people and and kind of drop down a little bit of the the stereotype that, that kind of hovers above this place. Even the guard that people have up. It's 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 you're right. They're all silos. North of 30, south of 30 and Yeah, man. in Porter County. If you're not from that place, you don't go to the other. Yeah. And I grew up in all three areas. I I spent significant time in all three areas. Right. You see it. I grew up in Hessville. I grew and then I went to high school in St. John and then I went to college in Vel, in, in Westville. It probably makes you know? it really interesting having friends from all three areas and trying to get a group of everybody together to do something. Well, I haven't ever. I don't think I've ever put them all together. You know so what I mean? Maybe this is it. I feel like that would maybe be. This that, I feel it. like that would be challenging, though. Yeah. Well, it's just different mentalities. Like you saw it with Miguel and Caesar when they came in here, man. They're mm-hmm. uh, they're dealing with different issues than what we're dealing with, you know. Right. And um, they don't even like. That's the weirdest part is when's the last time I'll, I'll open it up to the, to the listeners, you know. When's the last time you've been to East Chicago? It just yeah. doesn't happen very yeah. rare. It's just because it's just enough of a far drive, and there's not a real reason to go unless you have family. And so they're the same way when it comes to here. You know, they just don't have a real reason to go. I can't tell you how many people I know that are from this area. They're like, you know what? I'd love to go to Valpo, but it's just too far. It's like, so it's it's a real thing. You stay where you know, you know? Right. And so I want to bring that level of, um, like, that window, that transparency of being able to see the cool and everything that's going on because there's so many cool people here, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's, like, the best of. Yeah. 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 So changing it one day at a time. That's what we're trying to do. Well, that's fun. Yeah. And so we're going to piss a lot of people off. And we've already pissed off the times. And we didn't do, any, do anything with them. So. Yeah. You can't make all friends. No. It's just that's the problem. They're like they don't I realize they, like they, having, don't, they uh, don't realize that by doing by saying that they're the problem. Yeah. They're the reason why this place has that stereotype is because they don't do enough good. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't collaborate with the community. They, they think that they're the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. That's the problem. And you're the NWI Times. You're nobody. Right. You are literally nobody. You know? Not, and not we're, saying that we're somebody, but... We're nobody. Right. In the grand but at scheme least, of at it. at least we're trying to do something to... Yeah. There's nothing better than being told two weeks ago that they're not going to cover your podcast because you're, you're considered a competitor... But then the second you release a results video on the beer contest, they released another. They released a beer article the next day. Right. It's like, what are you doing at this point? Why don't you just be you and, and stop wh- looking at if we're if we're, your, we're your competition? Then how can a, how can a business who's been around for three months, dude, how can that dictate what you're covering? If you're an institution, right? That makes no sense. You're being dicks. You should not be worried about what we're doing. 
Well, you should, we should be doing it together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should be working together to do the cool stuff. We, should, we shouldn't be against them. They shouldn't be against us. It makes no sense. No. That's the old guard of this area. It's right. like, it's mind-blowing that they just don't, they don't understand how resources work, and they don't know how community works. And how can they not have that same vision? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why would you not want the this as an entire community to, to build up together and actually do something? Because they see it as a threat to their revenue. No. That's what they see it as. It's all, it's all about money, huh? Yes. Yeah. And if, they, if they're not gaining leverage and they think that everyone else is breaking things and they're not going to have a problem with it, that's what the issue is for them. It's not for me. I have no problem with it. I, I had Jerry Davich on. Two weeks ago, who's not a Post Tribune writer? You think I care about what the Post Tribune is doing? I'd like to rather I'd rather team up with somebody who cares about the community, not right. just reporting about how the t- you know the, the three dead in Gary or two shot in Hammond or this place was robbed. Like that's all that the Times does. It's all negative. And what a I mean I can go on with this one. Now I'm kind of yeah. This is a fickle Saturday. This is fickle <laughs> Saturday, Alan. Now I'm saying stuff in the third person. Like, what's going on Fickle right now? Fickle Saturday Allen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming at you live. Coming at you hot right now. I didn't realize I had so many hot takes in me today. Yeah, well. Um, but uh, cool. If you'd like to find us on social media. <laughs> Josh, cue it, buddy. Cue it. You can uh, find us at Local219 uh, all across the platforms. That's Local underscore 219 for our Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, my email is josh at local219.tv mm-hmm. Alan is alans at local219.tv Very good And uh, if you have any questions, um, any statements Anything at all that you would like for us to know yep. uh, Hit us up on any single one of those platforms And one of us will respond to you Josh's personal cell phone number is Yeah <laughs> It's on my business card, which I'll yes, gladly give you Yes, it is, that is true You send me a message that and I will true. take a picture of it and send it back to you Oh, I would love to give out your, your cell phone number And just see how much people mess with you Yeah That'd be awesome Okay, so thank you for joining in. I'm sorry if this one got a little uh, a little off the rails. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just one of those days. Um, maybe we'll, it's a little we'll the sure anxiety of the trip. We'll, get, we'll, get, we'll be sure to get back on track next week. Yeah. yeah. That time stuff just drives me crazy. Well, here we are. Yeah. So uh, really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. And um, if you have any questions, we do have Martin Oleksi as my guest host on Talk Local coming up here, and he will be interviewing Rashad Taylor. Um, and so I'm a little jealous because Rashad seems like a really good dude. I've never met him before, so um, unfortunately I will not be here. Um, but, uh, Josh, you will be here. I will. And uh, uh, good luck to Martin, so I'll say that publicly. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm sure he'll do a bang-up job. He's an awesome guy, so. Um, other than that, um, that's all I have. Uh, so I hope you have a good week. Um, and, uh, if you do want to get at us, like Josh said, we're on all those different platforms. So hit us up. Um, have a good week later. Uh-huh.